Welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out of this world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I am so excited to have my friend Elias Patrasan. Let me tell you all about Elias. He is an intuitive motivator, author, and psychic medium. He takes his years of experience in intuitive work, life coaching, and teaching to support others on their journey of self-development so they can connect, educate, and grow to their limitless possibilities. He was the 2019 Celebrate Your Life Speaker Program winner and shared the stage in Sedona with Sonny Don Johnston, Denise Lynn, Lisa Williams, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Neil Donald Walsh, Anita Morjani, and Dr. Bruce Lipton, all the big ones. <laughs> He's been studying energy work for over 20 years, including completing an apprenticeship in Peruvian shamanic studies, as well as co-facilitating an earth-honoring altar apprenticeship programs. His commitment and passion in teaching content that promotes growth and exploration of self. This work has a clear focus on how we co-create our life with the divine and deserve everything that we want for our highest good. He's also the creator of a very specialized line of energy balancing sprays and bath salts to enhance areas of the mind, body, and spirit and being balanced and aligned. Elias believes the key to learning and personal growth is how to listen and to connect to the signs and signals that we receive. His mission is to help others understand and tap into their own intuition and inner voice. We have that same mission. He's currently writing his second book, Changing the F.U. into Thank You, How to Flip the Script and See the Gift. Welcome, Elias. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Yeah. As I did my like, hey, yeah. this and this. Yeah, got that. Okay. Yeah, in fact, we were chatting last week and you were making some of your new goodies. So I was making some of the new goodies. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. I'll, I'll just start there real quick. Okay, what, sure. What inspired you to make sprays and bath salts? So, so out of my... <laughs> So out of my scope of practice, Lisa, so out of my scope of practice. But um, when I was a massage therapist in Chicago and I had my office and doing combination of massage work and energy work, a client of mine said, hey, do you have any like, can you shake a rattle over me for like, you know, or do some woo woo stuff for my wrists? I go carpal tunnel. She said, no, I don't know. And I said, you know what? Um, lemon, frankincense and peppermint are anti-inflammatories. Let me put some on the massage cream that I'm using. Let's leave that on your wrist and see how it feels by the end of the session. Okay, great. She goes, Lice, it's really good. It's really good. And I said, okay. I go, let me give you some to take home. I go, Ziploc, a Ziploc bag, okay? She's like, yeah, it's fine. So I put some cream in there and mix up the oil, squished it up, send it off. And three weeks later, um, she came every week for a session. But three weeks later, she goes, I'm all out of the cream. She goes, too bad you can't make a spray. Mm. Okay. okay. Challenge <laughs> accepted. And I'm like, I know nothing about spray. So I looked it up and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what would be a little bit more holistic? And I looked it up and I said, what would we call this? Because, you know, we have to name something. Yes. And I'm like, oh, let's call, let's do a physical spray. Because it's for physical grounding and also you can spray it right on you for uh, anti-inflammatory stuff. And I'm so sorry, they're weeding outside. Um, you know. <laughs> and 
And I came up with physical, emotional, spiritual, and well, it was called mental clarity, but we just called the clarity. And then I'm like, well, everybody wants some money stuff and let's do a, a prosperity, which that's how that started. Okay. And then the other piece was like, huh, where can I go further with this? You know, people want to break. <gasps> so I have breaking through intuition, forgiveness, empowerment, and peace. And I just came up with um, smudge it, wow. which uh, is Palo Santo, frankincense, and dragon's blood. And then another spray that actually a client said, oh, could you make a custom spray? Lisa, it was so good. I couldn't stop spraying it myself. <laughs> and I was like, God, I need harmony in my life. I need a lot of harmony. And the way that I do these is, I'm going to back up a little bit. Okay. So I tell the client when it was in person, yeah. hold it in your hand, extend it out. Yeah. And if it's heavy, you need it. If it's not heavy, you don't. So, um, so it's like I would a do, muscle testing. Kind like of. a muscle testing, right. Um, so it was very cool. And the harmony was like amazing. So thanks to uh, a client, um, I now have 12 sprays. Wow. My, yes. And the sprays are different from the salts. The salts, it was a full moon. And uh, somebody said, do you create bath bombs? I'm like, no, I don't. I have no idea. I have no, you know, whatever. And I said, well, let me let me try this. If I got the sprays, I could do the salt. I used to have candles, but I had somebody else make them. And I, moving from Chicago land out to here in Washington State. Yeah. So the bath salts got created. Full moon, new moon, eclipse, sunrise, sunset. And my friend, um, her last name is Merlin. And she, she helped me like, she's I'm like, what else do you think needs to be in her? And she's like, Hmm, how about this? I'm like, yeah, that's more for this. I'm like, intuitively I'm picking up this. What do you think? She goes, I like it. Maybe you can call it blah, 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 blah. And she gave me some names. I'm like, let's name it after you. Magical Merlin. <laughs> I'm sure she appreciated that. Right? She did. And now I do custom uh, bath salts and custom sprays along with those. So that's how that all got started. Just from one woman saying to me, Hey, yeah, my muscles hurt. So, well, number one, I didn't know you were a massage therapist in your yes. life since that's not in your bio, but also I'm just curious um, what your human design is, because based on what you just said, my guess is that you're either a generator or a manifesting generator is what I'm a generator and we do best responding to people's requests or something mm -hmm. yep. rather than just coming, you know, up with it out of our head and no one's asking for it. I would say I'm somewhere, <laughs> you know, it's funny, normally generator, but when it comes to retreats or workshops, mm -hmm. it'll just fly right in. And I'm like, Oh, here's a really good thing. And Oh my God, that's really good. And they just, the outline gets created when I, when I do my retreat retreat weekends, usually, not always, but usually we do a guided meditation trance dance where everybody is blindfolded. I play the music and then I talk through a guided meditation. Like you're in the jungle and I have people moving while they're doing that. The interesting part is I don't have anything scripted. It's like, maybe I'll have 12 songs. Each song has two word theme and that's it. 
and I'll listen to the music. I'll get the information that comes in. It's like, you're in the jungle, uh, blah, blah, blah happens. Now you're going up the mountain and blah, blah, blah happens. And this happens. It's like, and everyone's like, oh, do you have a copy of that script? I'm like, yeah. here's my words. <laughs> That's it. There's 12 words. Yeah. So I think in that moment, I think, you know, we really allow whatever you want to say, God, universe, spirit to move through. Or as my friend says, we just, instead of saying God, universe, spirit, we just say Gus. Gus. Okay. <laughs> like God, that. universe, and spirit. Yeah. Just like that. So yeah. when Gus tells us to do something, I'm like, that's cute. It's, I like it. Yeah. I might but, borrow it. Yes. I like that. So, okay. So we're going to go back to the beginning yes. of how you grew up because being a psychic medium, right? I'm always curious, like how people get into the work. Like, were you always open and knew you had these gifts or like, were you in a really strict religious family where it was shut down and you just discovered it later? So tell us about that. So I was adopted when I was 18 months old. I was in five foster homes before that mom and dad, oops, over here, mom and dad were 46 and 56 when they adopted me. They were Greek Americans. Uh, my mom had a dream that she would find a baby in a blue crib with a white dove painted on it. And they wanted a kid that was five years or older because they were older parents. So long story short, they're driving through some orphanages and they're like, no, yes, no, yes, no, no, no. You know, this one had some health issues. They're passing by the orphanage that I was at. And my mom said, stop the car. And the lady's like, well, these are kids three and under. She goes, please stop the car. In my mom's dream, she saw two stone doves, two stone pillars um, on the doves on the stone pillars. And there was two stone pillars, one stone dove. And as my mom would tell the story, this beautiful brown turtle dove flew on my shoulder and flew off. I'm like, mom, we call that a pigeon, but okay. And, uh, and um, my dad and my mom went into the, into the orphanage. There I was, center row, blue crib, white dove painted on it. So I really believe that wow. spiritual connection was always there. It was there for my mom. It was there for her dad. There's a other story about that. And I think, you know, I was chosen to be with this family for mm -hmm. a reason. Because I had older relatives, I would be in, I would have a dream. I would be in church. Everybody's there but one relative. I'd wake up, the phone would ring, that person was gone. That happened almost every time that we had a death in the family. It stopped when I was probably entering junior high school. Okay. And then and then in high school, nothing, right? I was always attracted to all this stuff. But yes, being raised Greek Orthodox, you know, it's kind of like, mm. yeah. um, you know, and, but they always believed in dreams. My mom said I never, she never dreamt, but whenever she dreamt, it meant something. So there was something there, right? Mm -hmm. And it started probably about in 97. It started up again when I was an empath in Chicago. I was on a bus or a train and my knee would start hurting and the lady next to me would rub her knee. And she's like, I looked at her and go, you know, mine hurts right there too. She goes, it's just such a, Mm, and I go, I know, I feel the same thing out of nowhere. Yeah. She gets off the train, the pain, the pain stops. Okay. So that happened a lot. And um, 
it happened so much that I I told the story the other, the other day that I had a roommate and she said, God, these cramps are horrible. And I said, look, if I could ever take those cramps from you, I would. Mm-hmm. Well, the following month I had pecs were hurting. My abdominals were killing me. My lower back was killing me. And my fingers, I already have Greek sausage fingers, but <laughs> they blew up. And I said, what, you're going to call into work and say Elias can't come in. He has his period. So, because she said, I have no symptoms this month. So you really did take them all. <laughs> I took them on. And I didn't even think that was, I because I didn't really believe that all this stuff was happening. Okay. A friend of mine said, I have somebody for you to go to. I go, so you think I'm crazy? She said, no, go to this therapist. She does in, uh, integrative therapy. And I said, okay. And she said, you're an empath. And she said, would you like to work on this? Or do you want to clear up the stuff that's blocking you from getting your intuition pieces i said sure she's the one that i did the um uh two-year apprenticeship program in peruvian studies with i've learned a lot of stuff from her and that's how it all started it was just crazy crazy good wow yeah so then um so you're an empath but also so as a psychic medium like do you actually see and hear dead people like other mediums do or how does it come in for you so i have all the clairs where i i clairvoyant so i can see in my mind i used to be able to see here but that freaked me out when i first started and i'm like yeah could we um tone that down just a little bit thanks i don't want to see it out here it creeps me out a little bit too much so um i see in here i hear Mm -hmm. i feel um there's the claircognizant which is just drops in. I like to call that the Claire pulling it on my butt because that's what it feels like. I'm like, where'd that come from? And um, then I also smell and taste. Okay. So you really do all of them. Yeah. It's just, it's, and it started off feeling, Lisa, it started off with the feeling first and then each developed and um, it's been a ride, you know, learning and practicing, practicing a lot taking more classes. I took a week-long uh, class. was around the same time as Celebrate Your Life with John Holland and Janet Nohavik. Um, it was an advanced mediumship. And that really kind of glued everything in. Not that I wasn't doing it, I don't want to say this word, like properly, but yeah. it was good to have even yet a stronger foundation on this is how you can hold it longer. So it was it was fascinating. Always learning, always learning, always okay. learning. One, I I mean I love that that you're saying that it is an ongoing practice because I think that a lot of people are like, well, you know, why are they special? Why do they have this ability? But everyone really does. We all do, right? right? And so, yeah, right. I believe we're all intuitive. We're born that way. Yeah. It's it's natural. Some people are afraid of it, and as you know, in your background. You know, fear is what stops us with everything. Fear of judgment, fear of um, not being validated, fear of success, fear of failure, fear of you name it. And that's what lowers our, I hate to sound all woo-woo here, but that's what lowers our vibration. I, I do a class on intuitive mindset. I said, well, why are you not, you want to be more clairvoyant. You want to see more. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, how do you see yourself? You want to be a clear audience. Okay. How do you hear yourself talk about yourself? 
I want to be more clairsentient. How do you feel about yourself? If yeah. you're talking smack about yourself and putting that energy out there, then you're lowering that vibration and those clairs are not going to come to you as clearly. And this does take practice. It takes, you know, you know, you've been with people as well and all the big spiritual gurus. The same basic lesson that everyone is teaching is love. Yes. When it comes down to it, it's all about love. It is. Well, that is the root of everything, right? Right. right. So true. 3D reality. Everything is just love. <laughs> there isn't the That's why even, and I realized that, you know, I think my, my stuff got better when I started talking better to myself because mm. I wanted to be a therapist. I wanted to go finish my psych degree. And I always kicked myself and I said, okay, stop. What would you tell a client? You know, it just, it's okay. I mean, I was so excited, Lisa. I did a paper for those of you that are watching that are psych freaks, uh, psychology freaks. I did a paper combined, uh, uh, contrasting and comparing Eric Erickson's eight stages of man to the seven chakras. I was like, yes, this is a good paper. And, you know, my mom got sick. My dad got sick. I stopped school, started school, stopped school. And I was like, all right, you know what? Obviously, somebody has another path for me. So and this is what's happened. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about that shamanic um, journey or practice that you were learning. So how, what kind of things were you learning and how do you use that in your practice now? So basic tools like drumming, guided meditation, um, having someone look at my meditation cloth and saying, what item on here? resonates with you mm. what item do you see now i've worked with these different items on this meditating cloth and let's take a journey with it or let's see where there's an imbalance in your chakras so when this is when i was working one-on-one -on -one. when i'm doing it in group or mm -hmm. when i'm doing a retreat i usually when i was living in chicago i would bring that with me every single retreat and I would lay it out in front and people are like, oh, and I always, you know, they, they saw different, different pieces and different crystals and um, things from Peru. And, uh, you know, someone's like, what's that? And I said, oh, did you bring your live chicken? And they would look at me and I'm like, what? And I go, well, we're going to, that's how we're starting with the retreat. <laughs> I like messing with people, Lisa. It's kind of fun because they go right into that fear piece. Like, What's this? And I told people, even though that myself and some of my staff have these, they're called mesas, mm -hmm. have this, we are still learning from all of you. Just because we sit up here, we sit in a circle, but we're all equal. We're all equal. We all are students of this work. Yes. And I learn as much from you guys as I do sitting here. So it's, you guys are my teachers as well. But that that shamanic piece, I think, really happens more, more so in um, on one-on-ones and then on the retreats. I'll use a lot of things that I've learned from the retreats to facilitate an exercise or shift the exercise and say, here's what, here's what the goal is. Mm -hmm. Here's what I've done. How can I make this more of my own? Okay. So, and I just trust that information to come in. 
So do you work one-on-one -on -one with people or just in the groups now? Um, well, since moving, <laughs> since moving out in Washington and with COVID, I've, do, I've done one-on-ones via Zoom. But okay. I'm so excited. I'm I'm biting at the like I can't wait to be um, working in group and one on one in person again. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So for those that haven't met you before, um, so you were living in Chicago. Now you live um, outside of Vancouver, Washington. I do near Vancouver, Washington. I'm about 25 minutes away from Portland, Oregon. Yeah. So for those of you watching that live in that area because i do have some people from that area you can go see elias <laughs> and um so tell tell me about your retreats because so i i'm doing retreats too but i'm sure like everyone does retreats very differently and your audience is probably so yeah tell us who who would come to one of your retreats you're breathing come just <laughs> if you're breathing come just come just come along. And guys, this is the thing, you know, and Lisa, you know a little bit about me. You've watched. But I like to, there's a time for seriousness and there's yeah. a time for storytelling. And I'm not like telling a story, but where the story means something and then you have to have humor. I believe that the medicine men of old and the energy workers of old did this. You know, they were the ones that captivated the group to move them into their next piece. So I really want to honor that piece. And, you know, my mom was a great, my mom, my grandmother, um, my dad was a different kind of storyteller, but they were just, you were captivated. And my mom would always talk like this. So that you would have to lean in. <laughs> have to lean in, right. She was a psych major. She knew what she was doing. And um, softest, kindest woman, five feet tall, just, you know, but, you know, anyway. Um, but the, the my retreats are, there's always a theme. For example, we're going to do, um, you know, universe willing, we're going to do a retreat in 2024, honoring your inner God and goddess. And we're going to do that in Greece. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. But I do have a retreat coming up in November that is honoring your inner voice. And we start off, you know, simply by smudging everybody. And after we smudge, um, I've also had somebody come that I trust on staff and they'll do the Reiki symbols on the wall and, and we'll say, what's your intention? What are you hoping to get out of this weekend? And all every weekend, the first day is usually almost always the same. Um, what we'll do is we'll write an intention on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. We'll go build the fire. Mm -hmm. And then after we build the fire, we throw what we want to let go of, what we want to call in into the fire. And once that happens, it's just, it's just amazing. It's amazing work. And then it takes flight. I have been known... <laughs> to call a staff meeting on retreat. I'm like, guys, do you remember what I said we were going to have in the afternoon? Scratch that. Uh, or, you know, we're going to just do this. So I have an outline, Lisa. And the funny thing is I'm just sitting there going, and then I'll tell, I'll tell the retreat attendees, guys, can you hold a second? Incoming. Okay. So what we're going to do next is, <laughs> and then you have my poor staff going, yeah. And then I have to go, just go with it. 
you know, I go, I need you to stand over there. I need you to stand over there. Can you grab the Palo Santo sticks? Thanks. Um, and something will come in and it is truly not that I don't have an outline, but mm -hmm. I, I warn them when they sign up, I go, this is something generic outline. Mm -hmm. It can change. Yeah. So I think it's all about the energy of the group, but there is a theme. There's always a theme for this. Okay. And well, hi to everybody, by the way. I didn't say hi to everyone. Yes. Are, um, are you going to be doing those in Washington then? Or are you going to be, tra I know you're going to Greece, but are you traveling retreat or are you going to do it local? My next one is in Iowa. Um, I like to travel. Uh, I even put it out there. I said, look, guys, if you can find a retreat center that will allow incense inside, has a fire outside, possibly near a lake or there's water on the property. If not, that's not a big deal, but there has to be nature setting where they can take walks and be out in nature for a bit. Yeah. I'm like, if somebody can set it all up, I'll give them a really good discount on the retreat. So I'm willing to go wherever. I haven't found a place here yet. Okay. Um, and uh, we'll see. I like to keep them small. I don't mm -hmm. like to have more than I think the largest I had was 37 people. And that was a lot because we had a lot of. That's a lot. Also had to, it, it was. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you. But anywhere between 20 to 24 is kind of good. But I've had 12 people all the way up to, like I said, 37. Okay. Okay. Well, and with those numbers, you definitely do need a staff. Like yeah, you're you talking about. Yeah. So, well, um, something exciting happened a, a few days ago that you announced. So I just, you know, I <laughs> a little, little pause and talk about something super fun. So congratulations on your engagement. Thank you very much. And truth be told, um, I'll just say it here loud and proud with you, Lisa. You're the, you're the first one that I'm announcing. The engagement happened a while back. I okay. just didn't want to say anything till, no, it's all good. I didn't yeah. want to say anything till um, now because, um, you know, I just, I, I, even though I'm very open, um, I have to, my fiance has two kids and um, I want to be, I want to honor that. So, um, you know, I am in the public eye just like you are. And it's, it's, I want to honor my other half but the everything went great it's so funny so um being a gay man it is challenging finding someone that isn't part of the whole gay scene that i should say stereotypical gay scene about the the bars and this and that i mean ever since i've done uh energy work half a glass of wine and I'm like buzzed. It's just, I can't hold that energy anymore. I'm like, you know, somebody said, well, finish the glass of wine. I'm like, unless you want my inner black woman to come out and I'm like doing the Beyonce dance out of nowhere and there's no music happening. <laughs> happen. So, so I, I met um, John online and what I told everybody upstairs, I said, look, I don't need a feather. I don't need a song. I don't need a dime. I don't need, I don't even want a neon sign. I want something that is super specific to me. And that will show me because 
I married a narcissist and um I had married two of them. Yeah, and dated and dated and it was it was challenging. It was challenging. I owned my piece, trust me. I own yeah. my piece. You know, um Mediterranean, I don't fix clients, I don't fix retreat attendees, but I sure was gonna fix the one that I was in love with. Let me fix you. Woo! I can fix you. Nope. So I own that piece. I own that piece. Anyway. Um, so when I met John, I said, so when's your birthday? Well, uh, and I'm thinking, uh, oh, you don't even know your own birthday. Mm -hmm. And, um, he told me there were six kids that were born at home one year apart from each other, basically. Wow. And, uh, there are nine kids in the family. So he said, we always celebrated on my baptism day. And I said, well, do you have that record? Yeah, I do. I go, maybe the time of birth is on there. So he got it and he's like, well, it's in Portuguese. And I said, I have a Portuguese friend. So I gave it to my friend. We went on a couple of dates. And then my friend finally emailed me back and said, well, he was born here. Um, he was uh, baptized this date. And I said, yeah, I got that. And then he said his birthday is December 27th. 1962. Lisa and everybody else watching. Yeah. My birthday is December 27th, 1964. So we were born on the same day, two years apart. There was my sign. And I said to everybody upstairs, I want someone that's going to love me as much as my parents did. Mm. I want someone that's going to move mountains for me. And I will move mountains for them, obviously, but I want what I put out there, I'm getting back and then some. I have never met somebody this kind, mm -hmm. this kind and so respectful. I'm like, look, I, I've got to take the dogs for uh, doggy daycare. I got to clean uh, the house. I got to, you know, do marketing. I have to do my Canva, which we all know people that are on my lives know how long it takes me to do a Canva flyer. Um, and, uh, John said, look, go take the dogs back and we'll work everything out. I came back home. House was clean. He's like, I just want you to work on and focus on you and what you need for your business. It's really important. Wow. I've That's never had that super support, super support. I've had support, but never that kind of super support. Yeah. So really John is a gift. That's a true gift. Beautiful. And what I, what I can say is after again, being with two um, ex narcissists or ex husband narcissists, skip my, my current love and you know, the, the, the real one <laughs> we've been right. together seven years and the same, like the kind of love and support that I get from him um, is beyond what I imagined could be possible. Yes. Yes. And the work that we do, we really need that, right? We need oh, people totally. to completely totally. accept us and understand, okay, yeah, we're not necessarily normal. We're not going to fit in mainstream society all the way. And yeah. I get it. And, and it's, it's channeling, you know, channel, channel, blah. challenging as I'm channeling, it's channel, channel. See, I can't even say it challenging challenging why can i not say it's challenging it's challenging look at this um i did want to say that janelle's cute she said that um i did let it slip out one day i said oh look my fiance brought me back i'm like 
my face went beat red because nobody <laughs> knew yet. I was like, stay tuned, guys, next week, and I'll make an official announcement. Whoops. <laughs> so it's all good. It's all good. So, well, okay. So actually, this is a, there are, since there are people watching that are like, you know, I would love a love like that. And, and maybe they've been in similar, you know, not healthy relationships like us. So was there something that you did to shift yourself to then be able to attract John into your life? I did. I really looked at what was I doing? Mm -hmm. What was I doing that A, lowered my vibration? How was I talking about myself? How was I looking at myself? How was I not feeling good, not good enough? And how was I people pleasing? How was I nurturing everyone but myself? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm 57. So I come from the school of, uh, 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 you know what? Don't focus on you because that's selfish. So my mom and dad died when I was 35, 34, 35, 35, 36, something like that. And it took me 10 years to get out of the people, people pleasing business. And at 46, I realized I got to do something different. At 50 is when I owned it. At 50, I said, you know what? Everyone else's opinion is theirs. I've been dating the wrong people. I've been dating the wrong people and putting them first. What is it that I want? What is it that I need? Which are two different things, everybody. Uh, what I want, what I need, and what I deserve. And once I knew what I deserved, I knew what I wanted. And what I got with John is I did get what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And then I also got exactly what I needed. Beautiful. We put so much emphasis, we plural, put so much emphasis on they got to be tall. They got to be this. They got to be that. They got to have this. They got to have that. Okay. So how do they treat you? Yeah. How do you feel when you're with them? Do they make you laugh? That is so important. That's so important how they make you laugh. That, I mean, that is key. And is the communication style there? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll tell John, I'm like, so please forgive me because this is going to sound preachy and I never want to say preachy. But what I heard you say was, is that true? <laughs> My assumption would be, is that true? Or when you said this, I felt this. Um, could you share that with me in a different way? Mm. Communication is key. Once we communicate, once we can communicate to ourselves yeah. and be honest with our own communication, that will then take you up to the next level of finding who you deserve. So if everybody on here looked at themselves and they said, on a scale of one to 10, where do you put yourself? Honestly, looks, personality, everything. And some of you are going to say 10. Some of you might say seven. Some of you might even say four. Mm -hmm. If you say that I'm looking for someone that vibrates at my, I'm sorry, let me cancel that. I'm looking for the one that vibrates at my level or higher. I will guarantee you that one will become knocking if you're ready. And if you say, well, 
I see myself as a five. Guess what? You're only going to attract threes, twos, and ones. So take your fishing pole, get out of that pool that you're in, and go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Before you do that, go date yourself. Yeah, that's what go I did. Date yourself. I, I dated myself and I loved it. Me too. <laughs> I like being with myself now. <laughs> right. Totally. There and it was a new person, right, Lisa? Wouldn't you say it was like, this is not who I was? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's beautiful because that's something um, in looking back, you know, I knew I was the common denominator in these relationships. And so I was attracting people that would. Um, recreate abandonment issues and like worthiness issues. And so when I was able to then heal that in myself and date myself and actually be like, I'm amazing. Like, how cool am I? I love myself and I'm going to, I'm going to take myself on dates. I'm going to take myself on solo vacation. So, you know, I went to Australia for two weeks by myself and doing that just was like, okay, I'm, I am now ready that if someone wants to come into my life, whoever that may be, then this is this is what they're going to get. And right. yeah. And yeah. I think it's it's important to recognize the old patterns. So mm -hmm. for example, I went on a date and instead of saying I'm going to give you another chance, it irritated me so much. I said well, thank you for the evening. Um, something happened during the day and I'm like, you know, that kind of behavior I don't care for. Mm -hmm. And if this is going to be a sign of how it is, um, I'm not going to, I can't go further. I'm so sorry. And some people might say, well, you didn't give them another chance. I'm like, I deserve better than that. Yeah. I had a lot of first dates only. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> once I realized, like you're saying, like once I realized what I deserved, what I wanted, what I needed, I actually had a list and I would compare these traits after meeting them. Just like, like okay, nope, nope, nope. Okay. <laughs> Lisa, I used to interview them. I used to be like, I would sit back and go, so tell me, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, why does this sound like an interview? I'm like, I'm looking for the one. Yeah. And I said, I'm sorry if my questions come out like this. Um, you know, I've had management experience. So I said, um, I, I'm creating conversation. Mm. And I said, you know, I'm sure that you deserve someone special. And I said, so do I. And I want to know if you're the one. And yes, do I have a checklist? I do. And I said, I'm sorry to say that, but I do. And actually, I'm not sorry. Mm -hmm. I said, I do have a checklist. And, you know, gone was the day of, um, what was it? Uh, Tinder or match. Right. Match where they put up the picture. And then I, my office in Chicago was close to with the Starbucks. I'm like, I never did dinner dates. I learned better. I only did I coffee did. dates. I did yeah. not. Right, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this guy shows up and in my head, I'm looking going, oh, hell no. Who is this person? And what what happened? Like 20 years happened because the picture was not matching. So right. I'm like, 
you want to play games? Bring it. So um, he's like, hi, Elias. I'm like, hi. Oh, it's me, Michael. I'm like, oh, I didn't recognize you. Your picture, oh, I know. The one from 20 years ago, or whatever he said, was so much better. So I just wanted to present that. I said, I thank you for your time. This would never have been me. I would have sat through that whole thing and not said anything. And I said, I appreciate your time. I said, but trust is the first thing that we want to accomplish and have in a relationship. You, by not being honest with me and giving a picture of 20 years, that doesn't sound, that set the stage properly. So I wish you the best. I have to get back to work. Have a beautiful day. Thank you and good luck to you. And I got up and left. Yeah. what a, That's a beautiful way to honor your boundaries. So. Yeah, because they weren't, they weren't that great. <laughs> they weren't that great, let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, so thank you for sharing all of that. And sure, I, I mean, that's a topic near and dear to my heart as well. And that's what my Sacred Soul Love book was all about. Yeah. So speaking of books, tell me about the book that you are writing. Like what's um, the overall premise of it? And do you have an expected release date for it? So I had an expected, <laughs> I had an expected release date, Lisa, oh, a couple months ago. Okay. And I took a writing workshop and that book shifted completely. Okay. Um, not the, not the juice of it, mm -hmm. but the format of it. Okay. Shifted. Uh, I was, so I, I got divorced mm -hmm. and I said, okay, mom and dad are not here. It was COVID. Everybody's talking on Zoom. What would make me happy? Because, you know, I was really happy in Skamania and Stevenson, Washington. That was just a beautiful place. You yeah. know what? Let me go spend five days out there. Okay. So I spent five days out there. And as I was sitting in the Adirondack chair that they have at Skamania Lodge, I sat there and I said, you know what? I'm using the wrong finger, everybody, but you understand. F you, so-and-so, and F you did that. I'm like, but you know what? Thank you. Yeah. Because if I didn't leave Chicago, if I didn't get married, if I didn't go to Sterling, my first book would have never came out. And my first book didn't come out. And then so-and-so told me this. And then I applied for the speaker program and then that happened and then this happened and that happened. So you know what? Thank you. Thank you. Let me flip the script and see the gift. <gasps> oh my God. That's a great book title. <laughs> how to change the script, uh, how, you know, how to change the F you into thank you, how to flip the script and see the gift. And the premise is I have, um, I have an acronym for, for mindset acronym. Yes. An acronym for mindset. And each stage is something and I'm telling different parts of my life and then making this a workbook to say okay. to the reader, how does this pertain to you and what do you see and how can you shift this piece? My mm -hmm. very first, um, so I'll just sh share it. Mindset, the first, um, the M stands for mistake. I always thought that I was a mistake. Even though my parents loved me, 
my birth mother gave me up at birth and then, you know, talk about abandonment issues and right. being in five foster homes before I was 18 months old mm -hmm. and then being on the list that Barbara Walters had for the unwanted children that went to Cyprus, Greece. Okay. That's a lot. So I know in my soul or in my blueprint, soul blueprint, blueprint, it's there. So to clear up all that stuff, I remember on my retreat when I did the shamanic thing, I cut out not good enough. So the mistake was the the first thing was to recognize the mistake, then to see what the old pattern was, and then to see how you flipped it, and then to see what the gift was. So I take the reader through those stages, through mm -hmm. my storytelling, and then go through each stage of what it is. Okay. Well, that sounds very powerful. And Thanks. like, yeah, what people need, because people do learn from stories, for sure, because they can see themselves in someone else's story, oftentimes. And so, okay, so now that you have reformatted how you're writing this, then do you have an expected date of release or I'm gonna put you on the um, <laughs> So I wanna say no later than, depending, it's all on the editing, right? Okay. So I, yeah. my hope is to be completely done by the end of this month and then we go forward from there. Okay, beautiful. Well, and I myself just, I got inspired to finish my newest book and I just submitted it to the editor on Friday. Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> so You want to share what the book is or no? Uh, yeah, of course. And I was going to do that anyway. Um, um, Thank you. Okay. So it's called Connection to the Cosmos, Remembering Your Galactic Heritage and Embracing Your Oneness. I love it. That's awesome. That just gave me the chills inside. That's really good. Yay. Well, so, okay. See, we have a lot in common um, because, so you moved to Washington during COVID, yeah? Right. And I moved to Hawaii during COVID from Washington. Interesting. <laughs> I've been living in Olympia and, um, you know, and then we both have the CYL speaker program. That's how we actually first met. But, um, just so when are we doing our retreat together, Lisa? Yeah. We're, you want to do it in Hawaii? <laughs> yeah, I'll come to Hawaii. Of course I will. Okay. We, we'll make a plan. Okay. So yeah. So whoever wants to join me and Elias in Hawaii, and some people on here live in Hawaii, so you can just, you know, drive on over. Yeah. Janelle's in Hawaii. Yeah. She over. fly over. She's on a different island. But yeah, okay. it's Good. cheap to fly between the islands, really cheap. So yeah. Um. Okay, so with, and so I guess my point was like shifting, like through that COVID thing of like, you know, what do I really want to do? And having the freedom moving here allowed me to release the rest of the mass that I had. Because in Olympia, I had to put on a certain face because I still had my very mainstream design business. And I had been in mortgage before that and, you know, mainstream academia, biology professor. And so I couldn't really be my full galactic self, but being here, I was able to be like, okay, here I am. This is, these are my experiences and I need to get this message out to the world. And so anyway, I just, I appreciate 
you know, people like you coming on and helping to expand people's minds, you know, and even to validate because some people have the same kind of experiences that we do, but they just, they feel alone or like they're crazy. And I am all about, I want people to realize, no, that's real. You know, whether they're a psychic medium, whether they have these amazing, like extra dimensional experiences, whether it's fairies, angels, galactics. Right. And so just really embracing that part and, and also realizing we are all connected. We are all one. And I think, you know, to your point, I think it's also important to let go of the labels. Mm. Let go of the labels that we give ourselves. I mean, yes, we have titles, mm -hmm. but label. Yeah. I, mean, I, I talk about it in the in the first chapter of my book. The mistake started on my adoption papers. In Greek, it says something. And my mom was like, did you get the translation right? I'm like, um, I'm reading the translation on the other side right now in English. It says the unbaptized bastard child of. Oh. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the world. All right. So, you know, I had the adoption label. I mm -hmm. had the gay label. Now mm -hmm. you're going to add the psychic medium label to it. Right. And it's it all to me in my mind was negative, negative, negative. And if I learned anything, it's about how unique we are and how special we are to all the black sheeps out there, yeah. you know, paint your color, whatever color you want to, whatever color it is. And that's, that's the important thing to know that you are unique. Everybody is not the same. We have some stories, we have experiences, but we all shine and vibrate uniquely. Everyone, oh, here's a good one, incoming. Everyone is like that beautiful snowflake. Each design is slightly different. Yeah. And yet we are all part of the whole. Part of the snow. Yeah. 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 So it's beautiful. So cool. So cool. Um, so I've I haven't asked you this, so I actually don't know what you're gonna answer, but I'm Go for it. if you have had any UFO or alien encounters in your life that you're aware of. Hmm. Um I thought I saw something in the sky. But again, you never know. And I haven't had one. But it's funny, when I lived on the southeast side of Chicago, my mom said, she said, you know, Farmer Pete, so he was a handyman, but he also uh, had a farm outside of Chicago. And he, to this day, always says when he was gone, that he was taken and brought back. And people looked at him weird. And my mom always said, you know, in my day, because my mom was born, there she is. My mom was born 1919 and my dad was born 1909. Okay. She said, we always looked at the old Flash Gordon and look at now. Now people are flying to the moon mm -hmm. and doing all these different things. And she said, so is anything possible? Yes. And then she looks at me and she goes, you, people told us that we were too old. So never take no for an answer and always believe anything is possible. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Smart woman. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you're that mistake of your mother, your biological mother giving you up for adoption, obviously. You got the right. family that you ultimately 
you know, have. totally, totally. Yeah. So yeah, I do believe that, you know, I haven't had one, but, um, you know, well, there's a lot of activity where you are. And yes, have, I know. So like Mount Adams, that's a really big area and Rainier. So okay, cool. I haven't, I haven't ventured out much in the neighborhoods, but, um, I had, I have to tell you this, my godson's mother was like, okay, don't go in the state parks alone and don't take the dogs. I'm like, oh, am I not going to go alone? And she said, don't go there because you know, that's where Sasquatch is. It's like, okay. Yeah. I'm open. I'm open. Well, I would say you can go in the parks and take your dogs and Sasquatch is there and yes. you can have whatever beautiful experience. Is our, our friend April DeMille, who's been on uh, my show, she has a very deep connection with Sasquatch. And, okay. and they're amazing beings. They're, um, they are said to be interdimensional, which is partly why we don't find like real remains of them that they can mm. just appear because Love that. they can shift their dimension very easily. So, yeah. Anyway, so, you know, being a former biologist, um, zoologist, I fully believe in the Sasquatch and the other crypto zoology animals. So, I love yeah. it. Yeah. So, okay, we just have just a few minutes left. So I would love for you to tell me um, what what the work that you do, how, like what has benefited you the most in your life by doing this work? Great question, Lisa. Um, I think what it has helped me to honor who I am, to believe in who I am. And it, this work has really taught me what my, not only my life purpose, but my soul purpose is. I know that I just want to be able to help someone else bridge the gap, mm. bridge the gap between who they are and what they want to be. And, and like my mom and dad, whoops, wrong way, like my mom and dad, to be able to say that anything is possible. If we don't, what I've learned from this work is if we don't follow our hearts and don't attempt to what we're passionate about, we are going to sit here in the shoulda, coulda, would've, and then have to come back right. and retry it again. And let me tell you, I'm giving this one 150% and um, I don't, even at 57, I want to, you know, I don't plan on retiring. I don't plan, you know, I, to my dying day, I want to always learn, always yeah. share. Because I don't even think it's teaching. I think it's sharing. Yeah. And I've learned that when I'm just me, and like you said, taking off the mask and who everybody else wanted me to be, when I'm just me, I learn the most. Mm -hmm. Well, that's when we're the most open, right? And receptive. Right. Totally. Because yeah, if we, totally. we already know everything, then nothing new is going to be coming in. So, right. yeah. Well, and very, again, similar, like my whole life has been about a passion for learning new things and experiencing new things. 
and being willing to pivot and shift into new passions, following my passions. Yeah. So true. So true. Well, excellent. Well, so I just have a couple of announcements before we finish up. So for those of you that want to come join me in Hawaii in October, um, I do have my galactic retreat. It's a four-day galactic experience where we are going to be calling in the extra dimensionals. We're going to be learning how to raise our vibration, activating our DNA, doing telepathy and remote viewing and other practices like that with night sky watching with the military night vision goggles. So that's October 13th to the 16th here in Waikoloa on the big island. And for those of you that are local that just want to drive, I have a really inexpensive option for you to do that. But those flying, you get taken care of VIP experience. So there is that. And that is limited to 10 people. It's co-ed. So, you know, I have a husband and wife, um, couple that is coming together and so anyway so just you know bring your best friend bring your spouse your partner and then i also have my next sacred soul kona retreat coming up april 23rd to the 29th that is limited to six women so it's a very dive spiritual healing journey as well as eco adventure because i'm all about having fun while we are doing the healing and so come to that and then stay tuned for my upcoming book, which my goal is to have that launched late summer or early fall. So it is an editing now, then it goes to design and all of that. So anyway, I thank you so much for being here, Elias. Thank you. And thank I can't you. wait for your book to come out. So again, let's remind people the name of that. Changing the F you into thank you, how to flip the script and see the gift and how can people find you what's your website where social media handles all that eliaspatris.com you can find me there you can go to linktree um my name and then if you want to do facebook and instagram it's elias patris intuitive motivator uh TikTok, it's elias patris the only elias patris because there are eight fake accounts out there so um follow me i do lives um, and actually, Lisa will be my guest on October 17th. I'm sorry, August 17th. I'm getting married October 17th. Okay. August uh, August 16th, uh, August 17th, sorry, you will be on with me. Um, and our theme is communication. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, excellent. Well, yeah, and so check out Elias's shows. How often do you do those? It's weekly, right? It's weekly. Every Wednesdays, I have a show. And on Sunday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, I do a guided meditation. And tomorrow morning, on Wednesday mornings at 8 a.m., I'll do a guided meditation on Facebook and on Instagram and YouTube. Okay, beautiful. So yeah, so make sure you follow Elias and uh, check out all of his goodies and his sprays and his bath salts that we talked about at the beginning of the show. And I thank you so, so much for being here. And for those watching, thank you for your time. And I will see you next time. Thanks, Lisa. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Take care.